Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Pitch Please, the show where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week... This is okay, this episode. This is fine. I don't see how this is any less insensitive than catching babies like <laughs> football, so it's fine. It's all good. Welcome to Pitch Please. My name's Fuck Alex. Me. I'm joined by developer Chris from Foggy Box. Hello. Hello. Developer James from Catastrophic Overload. <laughs> all right there. Thomas, the idea's <laughs> canon. Oh, boom. Boom <laughs> <laughs> out another idea. Um, so the way this works, uh, if you've not listened to us before, uh, welcome. We get, one of us is going to pitch an idea for a game. A game uh, will be pitched, and then we're going to spend the rest of the episode talking about it. Uh, this week, we are. what's going on, Tom? What we got this, this week? This week, I, I had to wrestle with a seagull outside because <laughs> I saw they had a tape cassette around their neck. And luckily, I have a tape player. And uh, it, on this, it says, great pitch in crayon. Um, so I think it was for me. Holy shit. Uh, delivered I mean, by seagull. It took a, was it a, whole, well, a homing seagull? By, not really delivered by seagull as much as I mugged a seagull for a great pitch that had uh, a tape around its I neck. I see. Okay. Um, and luckily, I have this tape player right here. Listen to the rewind noise. Oh, my God. Wow. As a combination really of good. like a creaky door and a tape being rewinded. <laughs> Rewound is the word. I was, I was. I was hoping I was going to make Alex's editing life more difficult, but it's okay. Oh, he, uh, acapella I, with Alex. Would you like to hear what's on this tape? I think it works. Would I? Would you? Yes, please. Please, yes. You would? All right, let's go. Uh, hello there again, PP Gang. Uh, you might like to hear this here, not fun. Uh, I'm still outside though. Uh, so, uh, anyways, today uh, I don't have a full pitch for you, you guys. I only got a couple of names that uh, I retroactively uh, gave uh, birth to to a concept. Uh, the names I got are uh, Midwife Prices and uh, Kingdom Come Deliver a Baby. And uh, as you might have guessed, uh, the idea is that you play a midwife in some capacity. No, no. Oh, probably heard that. <laughs> Not barking. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's uh, that's all I got. Uh, kisses and bye bye. Sorry, was that signed off with kisses and bye bye? Yes. Kisses and bye bye. Yeah. That's my new favorite way to. That's how I'm going to end it tonight. Kisses and bye bye. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've heard that voice before. Kisses. You've heard that voice before. 
That's Hugo. That's Migo. <laughs> That's Migo Troito. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay. That's a non-running pitch. Oh great! Um, well, it, I mean, he d- had had dogs in the background, uh, yeah. but the pitch Some goes on uninterrupted. Mm. Uh, and the pitch in question was, uh, it was just two names, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, two names. What, what were they? Mid- midwife crisis, which, which and, I really like. That's which brilliant. It's a it's a great name. An idea but he also, gave birth to. Brilliant, like yeah, foreshadowing that. Kingdom come deliver a baby. I think you could just go <laughs> kingdom come great. deliverer. Kingdom come deliverer? It would have to be like I mean, medieval babies. Deliverance. Not that like they're born now, but they have armor and swords. It would have to be set back then. Right. That's what a medieval baby is. I immediately are we are we just are we just going into it? Because I already have several yeah, I want to hear thoughts. Your thoughts. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, give us, give I us immediately, everything. Have you ever played hand physics lab? On Quest, no. <laughs> it's very like very well done hand tracking uh, game. Very high fidelity hand tracking, and you can do very minuscule movements and like, loads of physics puzzles to solve. Um, right. And recently on Twitter, the person who made it has been posting like a surgery based version, kind of oh, like. Oh, I thought you were going to say like vagina lab <laughs> simulator. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, for, wait for it, because. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby, it's it's coming soon. Um, what? It <laughs> sounded, um, sounded worse oh, after I said it. No. Yeah. Um, Kingdom come, oh dear. But yes, very much like um, Surgeon Sim-esque. You've got to make it, you can't make it simmy. You have to make it ridiculous. It's got to be arcade oh. No, come on now. It's it got to be, be like you're catching a football, but the football is actually a baby, and it's just it's constant baby stream, like your idea <laughs> cannon, but with right. babies, but with babies. Oh my god! I just had a really weird like flashback to maybe like a mini clip game or something, something like that. Where yeah. do you remember those games where uh, you just basically have to throw yourself as far as you can? You hit bombs and you get further and further, and if you hit like traps, you slow down. Yeah, uh, but you get upgrades and stuff. I'm pretty sure there was one where you are a baby launched out of the womb, <laughs> and you had to hit like uh, like trampolines and stuff just to go as far as you can. Does anyone else remember this, or am I making this up? I mean, I remember a similar game, but it was Yeti Sports, and it was a penguin that went as far as it could. Oh yeah, because you had to like hit it right with a yeah. baseball bat. Yeah. So in your head, Tom, you re- you remember that very differently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ninety percent sure that existed. There was also like oh, probably, probably bu- the Buffalo Burrito something or other as well. That was a really good one. Basically, ninety percent of the Burrito dev Bison of this game is going to be the umbilical physics. That's oh, that's yeah. where all the all the money's oh. going. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh I don't God. like it. <laughs> and it, you, it. you get your your arms tangled up if you're really bad, and you've got to like do all that. I think it has to be hand tracking. Uh, so this you, is a VR game. I think it's it has VR, to be. It? it has okay. to be. You need that. You need that 3D space awareness. You need to be okay. able to slap the baby on the bum. We're yeah. focused just on the delivery. As a midwife, are you doing other thing? Are you doing like the um? What's the scan that they do where they first see like the little? An ultrasound. Get the little, an ultrasound. ultrasound. Are they doing yeah. the ultrasound. Yeah, yeah. Are you, well, we are you involved that. in that as well? Um, so is it a management sim? Are you got to buy like a birthing pool and? Like my head uh, immediately went to when you mentioned like the birthing pool and stuff. 
uh, my head went to like a phasmophobia style game where you start in like I don't know your your midwife office I guess <laughs> you get call outs right to different different births to different houses okay. and there are different okay. things yeah you, know, you have to you have right, the, obje- okay. the main objective is whereas in phasmophobia the the objective is exercise the ghost or find out what the ghost is you know right. the, the main objective is deliver the baby but perhaps there's a bunch so of wait. other. When you when you arrive in a van, you've got a whiteboard with like the baby's name on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you say yeah, it, take your tools out with you. Right, I only carry three things. What am I taking in? Okay, uh, we, need well, fresh, we definitely fresh need fresh towels, the epidural, uh, yeah, bubbly water. Uh, you have to figure uh, out uh, what the like what the family want what like the mother Crucifix. wants to then decide what kind of what you need to bring in oh so you have to like like communicating on a ouija board but with a uh, d- d- distressed a dialogue mother, wheel yeah you you can't try you're trying to figure out what they're screaming yeah <laughs> this is okay this episode this is fine i don't see how this is any less insensitive than catching babies like football <laughs> so it's fine it's all good i was yeah. gonna say what i really enjoy the idea of is for Men without children making a game about women giving birth. <laughs> I don't know how we can make much of a game out of this, like just having been given the title. Oh, we we a hundred percent can. Uh, however, I've never felt more out of my depth ever before in this podcast. I'm excited for the thumbnail. <laughs> I, I am not. I feel like maybe in order to to get a different thumbnail, we should move on to a different pitch. So that then Nina won't have to oh, draw this. Oh, I thought this. you were going to say like I, I need to, I need to have a child. This episode will come out in nine months' time. Daddy, why did you decide to have me? <laughs> we needed a vertical slice, so <laughs> tax uh, right off. It counts as a business expense. It probably does. Oh, could you do that for their entire life? <gasps> Maybe. It's research. Oh, wait, I go. think we've just found a loophole here. If we make a game no. about growing up. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. There you go. Someone make that. Someone prototype wow. that for us. <laughs> oh, I think it a baby. <laughs> Someone make a, a baby Someone for make us. This. Let's make one. Um, all right, look. Just go make a baby for us. Maybe you're doing it right now. In which case, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> would make In which no, case, kind of, kind of weird that you're saying <laughs> this. <laughs> I will say sorry, I guess. Um, <laughs> good job. Karen, keep, going. Good, keep going. Good job. You're doing it. Keep going. <laughs> this is some encouragement cut from... Out, cut out the giggles. <laughs> Get closer. Find <laughs> cut this. Cut this. That's, All right, so look, that, that's the clip. We can, um, we, we can move on because luckily... We have another pitch that isn't oh, a voice good. pitch this time. It's oh, what? It's a Twitter the novelty's pitch. Novelty's already gone. I know. Look, look, uh, look. People have been calling in. They've been calling in by the hundreds, by the thousands, actually. But look, <laughs> yeah, we just don't have time I had to, to go throw through my them phone all. out the window. Yeah, it was just getting it was overheating from I the amount of choice to give Tom's mobile number out on air. Oh well, done it now. However, we do now have. Uh, a Twitter pitch that was pitched to us um, just just the other week, and we're actually going to read it for the first time in like bloody ages, other than than uh, bloody ages, bloody ages. I feel like we don't we don't really do user pitches, uh, user pitches, reader pitches. Did last week, listener pitches. Yeah. 
well, that's the what, that's the first time in like ages. We just don't really we don't bother with them, and we should because a lot of them are us. We're just we're just gold <laughs> we're going to do them all in one <laughs> go now, and then just <laughs> um, move on. But no, but this one, this back one, I, I thought this one I thought was genuinely kind of like pretty interesting. Let's see what see what you guys think of it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Looks boring. What are you on about? It All of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, boring. VG's <laughs> <laughs> 24-7's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, it was just doing... And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. This is from... Yeah. At Demogorgon White. Okay, so a white Demogorgon. Um, and uh, they have to say, a fantasy automation game where you are a golem maker. Golem? Golem? How do you guys say it? Not golem. 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 It's either golem or right. golem. Golem. Not golem. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. Golems are stupid and can only do precisely what you show them. So if you want Golem to make swords, you need to learn making swords yourself and show Golem how to do it. If your work had a flaw, then all swords made by the Golem would be flawed too. So um, it has a little bit more to it, but how does that feel initially? I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, putting, I guess, recipes into a, uh, into a thing and the better you do, the better it is. I mean, what's stopping you from just making the best recipe straight away uh, and giving that to the golem? I feel like that's, is that where it comes in, like the like user error comes in? It's uh, however you make these things, it's, it's difficult to do. It's not something that you can just you, like... You only have one chance and it's very difficult. It's not a drag and drop uh, thing. Or you have to buy a whole new golem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, once you buy your golem, you have to... Uh, you have to put the recipe in. You have, you have one shot. Do you know like, your chance to go? And <laughs> I see you know the song well. <laughs> um, and, and then you have to do your entire, I guess, what is this? Like a, you, you run a, like a blacksmith or something? Um, Maybe. Or, or is this like a, uh, a shopkeep style adventurers in? Are well, you selling a golem to a blacksmith? Is it like... A blacksmith comes to you and says, like, I, need, I need a worker, I need someone to make me swords. And you're like, okay. Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I've show this show me how you want them made. Yeah. And I'll re retell well, that to the golem. Demogorgon White says uh, about that, if you teach them to farm, you have to set up golem who will know which crops are good and which are spoiled or unready to sort them. Don't quite understand the sentence, but... Uh, basic golem can only learn one task, but smarter golems are expensive. End game goal right, okay. would be 
to make a town where people can just slack off and every meaningful task like building, farming or cooking are done by golems. Oh, so you have an entire village of golems. Golem town. Uh, so there is a game like this that exists. It's yeah. in VR and it's called uh, The Last Clockwinder. There's also one coming out called We Are One, which is a shooter where you clone yourself. But The Last Clockwinder is like, okay. is uh, you have like a factory line you're trying to solve a puzzle eventually but you need mm. to perform the movements and then the robot that replaces you performs those movements exactly so then oh. you have to go back to the previous place and you start chucking stuff at each other catching stuff but it's all about timing um so like going on from that like that it could be i don't know how i'm, I'm trying to think of how you would do it w without vr that makes it still like how how do you perform an action? Is there like some sort of puzzle? Is there a mini game that you have to get right every time? And the the golem does it exactly. Yeah. Obviously, with VR, you have your whole body, so you can do different movements. Yeah, and different, but I, and, I think and with Last Clockwinder, you're basically making a factory line, right? But yeah. You are the conveyor belt. You are the you're doing the automation. Dropper, you're you're everything. Yeah. Uh, throwing things to other versions of yourself in previous recordings. I suppose that's cool. I like that. Um, hmm. Yes, Let's but I was that. just wondering how, how you guys imagine it working. Say that you know, in this there are conveyor belts and there are buildings that do stuff, so you're not every part. Are you, are they like follower golems or like uh, transport golems that can carry stuff? So instead of conveyor belts, you have the transport golems, right? And they are yeah, bred to so. only carry large weights. And yeah. then you've got like builder ones, but they can only learn one recipe. But how do you teach them? that recipe like what's the that's where i kind of well right now i don't fully understand my head's went in the direction of um something kind of physics-y because like the idea like it, in my head what makes this fun is when you see the golems fail and um do dumb shit and they only fail when you fail yeah exactly so that so then that goes to like if Tom said, you only get one shot, or maybe you have limited, depending on your resources, you have limited right. attempts at doing this thing, and and then once that's it, once you once you run out of those attempts, or you've taken your one shot, that's it. It's locked in, and the golems will do it. And so you might succeed, but you might do it in a in a really stupid way uh, or inefficient way or something. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe like if if every if every action you do is kind of, I mean, uh, Cult of the Lamb has a cooking mechanic in the game that is very, very, very basic. It's just okay. uh, a slider and you, you press A the moment it gets into the, into the green bar. Uh, it's very easy to do and harder recipes are tighter than green bar, so it's a little bit harder, but it's not meant to be mega complicated because it's something you do like 20 times a day or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but maybe if the recipes to make these things were varying difficulties of getting the thing into the green bar and you slightly miss and that affects the quality of that particular thing and then you put it into the grinder and you spin it one too many times and it's like oh fuck okay that's that's that golem's job now he he spins one too many times and all of these failures eventually just lead into a inferior product or whatever um so maybe it is kind of just quick time events programmed into machines uh, to do the quick time events for you, I suppose. So how do you get new golems? You build them. Yeah, do you uh, have to build with them golems? With <laughs> the money that you make from selling these golems off, like James was saying, if you, you know, like if a, you sell off the blacksmith golem. Oh, so you're not selling the product? 
I feel like or you is could... the thing you're making the golems. I think the the pitch suggested that your the whole village eventually the end game is that nobody needs to do anything. So the village is coming yeah. to you saying, "I need someone to bake me bread." So you're like, I'm "All right, fucking here's sick of this to go make bread and stuff." And then ev- eventually everyone's kicking back and having a great time. But mm. you know, is that when hijinks ensue? Because like the golem, like, oh, this golem started melting. We put him in the kitchen, and yeah, he's great at making bread. But after three days, he's deteriorated, <laughs> or like, has he? Do you need to constantly? teach them new do, do they start to golem. forget i don't know like there's got to be a way that they just they start to fail right otherwise you're basically putting yourself out of business by <laughs> giving everybody a golem i don't know i like, mean yeah maybe maybe uh you have like repair golems that go to particular places to repair whatever is in that place mm. when it is in there and it's just a it's just almost like a uh, a rhythm game in some way where you're like, right, I know that this golem is going to be stood here for a second doing this task, so this is exactly when I need this repair golem to get there to fix him up mm-hmm. and have that as a routine. And you're basically just creating thousands upon thousands of routines of all these individual golems that have individual tasks. I guess one thing that comes to mind is in the pitch they suggested the golems can only learn like one thing. So instead of like making bread, they know how to mix flour and water that's that's all they know so then they're going to need set you set up almost these conveyor belts of golems to do single tasks so you're selling multiples yeah i mean i guess in terms of like making the game there's a lot of like you'd have to have a lot of different things that need to be made you know if it's the blacksmith one it's like this guy knows how to heat the metal and then this guy knows how to smack it with a hammer and this one knows how to quench the you know you just you'd come up with a number of steps for each thing but you'd have to make a lot of stuff but i guess being a small I, village maybe it's doable it's, it's, it's could maybe maybe all the individual golems have upgrades as well uh like if you've got carrier uh delivery golems you can equip them with little jet boots and they move mm. a lot faster um or the ones that hammering the steel you give them a hammer and they this- hammer I, I can picture like a cool look of all these golems running around doing the tough. Yeah. You know, it it feels very management simmy, which is why it's sort of I'm at odds with this whole quick time kind of. I would have thought we'd immediately just go to, you know, golem making level one, and you'll level up after a day, or you make enough golems, you can make golem level two. But I I must admit, there's something great about this idea of you in injecting. The you know the the inaccuracies into these golems by I, I think that's somehow like that's that's like the the pull of it yeah it like in in my head what I what I really like the idea of is you can learn or you can get a second chance to do this stuff so you don't you know you don't just fuck it up and then it's done but like the example that you gave of like making bread um, if you need multiple golems to do that to begin with then if the one that mixes flour and water if they do it incorrectly, like if they don't mix it, if they just hand flour over, then what happens in the rest mm. of the process? Is it then like that? That could be quite funny to to initially realise, oh fuck, I've forgotten to do this. Now I have to watch yeah. this process just completely fuck up all along the way because of this one like, thing that I've that I've done. Even on the like basic level, like you've got to teach this golem to walk, right? So do you have to <laughs> like 
I don't know, let's get the connect out or you know, whatever. And you've got to like do a walk cycle. So every walk will be unique. And then there's, you know, you'd see ones that just go a bit wonky as they try and walk to the bakery. To, I don't know, there's, there's something interesting about it, but, you know, from a pure accessibility point of view, it's terrible. But like, what can we do? What can we replace it with? Like, okay, there's a walk cycle. So you press like, two buttons <laughs> like to quad. get the timing right. Oh, wow. So you're going as in-depth as as each individual step. I think um, maybe it's basic setup. I think you do it like Octodad. It's Octodad <laughs> and you have to record every movement. Yeah, but I, I think you need, you need the physics of a game like Octodad where the mistakes are funny, mm. but mm. They, those mistakes will then get repeated and you'll eventually be like, okay, where have I made mistakes? Let's then re-record that and maybe that has yeah. a cost to it right um, maybe it's like your first golem is like x cost and then to duplicate that same one again is cheaper so maybe there's yeah. i don't know a quarry that needs digging i need a hundred golems that all just dig so like, okay cool i'll get the first one ah, i messed it up a bit but i gotta deliver another 99 go this is copy paste copy paste copy paste off they go and they're all just you know yeah, I think pickaxes fly everywhere. Physics, <laughs> physics on legs and physics on arms, just like Octodad, would be the best way to do it because all of that wobbliness and the jankiness will just add a visual flavour mm. to it that you just won't get from you know doing anything. You'd have to figure out how you would, would do that. Maybe, maybe like instead of you know you've got the flour and the what milk flour and the milk. How am I making bread? <laughs> I'm making milk bread. <laughs> Uh, that flour in the water maybe you've just got like a jug of water and like a bag of flour and you have to pick one up individually and you just smash them together mm. right <laughs> and that that makes a ball of flour yeah or it makes something and then maybe the next person in the line you just have to make their arms you have to make them like move up and down really fast like they're sort of needing it I think those kind of actions done with physics is, is a lot yeah a lot better and you get, like, you get one take and yeah. that's it and it costs to re-record right you know yeah. it costs Currency. You, you have to demolish that golem and make a new one to be like, okay, that guy's never going to forget what you've just taught it. So, yeah. So every time you spin your arm around in the air above your head, it does that every time <laughs> yeah. until you and yeah. you're like, oh, I was just messing around, and now you're like, oh, I should have actually done that properly. Even the tracking issues would be funny if you're just doing that and then it suddenly goes Bleh, and like your arm <laughs> waves. It, you'd be like, keeping that. That's great. That looks hilarious. And yeah, and you know, say there is like a mining thing and there's a big like every. Uh, like five seconds a boulder gets produced and you have to go pick up the boulder now it's really heavy so you've got to like trundle with it but you've also got to like keep balance every time you fall over every single one of them is going to then fall over and then like have to go get it again but the pattern will be the same every time and I think that that's where you'll get the the fun side of it um, rather than doing like quick time events and stuff I just don't think that's like doable on a big scale like there's only I mean, so when many I, when I say, times you can press when I say quick time events I mean you record like each each recipe and each uh, thing you have to do to process a material or whatever is a very small thing that you just do as a quick time event or whatever it is, and that that quick time event is recorded into the golem, and they then do it for you. It's not that you're doing millions at the no, same I know time. That. I, that's what, yeah. that, I, I still don't think. I think like you do that once, twice for a new thing, and like that's not as fun as just having janky physics. Like you have to run across yeah, town true. with a boulder above your head. And there's loads of other golems who are doing their pass and you have to, <laughs> you're trying to dodge them and there's like 
you know, the boulder's heavy a, and weighted and just swinging all yeah, over the place. Yeah, there is a part of that that kind of reminds me, in some, for some reason, of Mount Your Friends, the 3D one, anyway. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. of, the, you know, you're, you're trying to climb past all of your previous <laughs> mistakes to get higher and higher and yeah. higher. And the idea of adapting to a complete fuck-up or major success or whatever mm. uh, in building that tower could be done here, where maybe it's not, uh, a, a big village that you're trying to operate. Maybe it is just on tighter puzzle levels. Um, and, and the objectives are like, get this boulder from here to here. And you, you send the first one out, he picks it up, he tips over, and suddenly the boulder is way off to the side. And you're like, shit, I now need to send the golem out that way to fix that problem. And mm. uh, by the end of it, it, I guess it could be kind of super meat boy in a way where you send Gang one beasts, out. Me, yeah, yeah, super meat boy. Yeah, you, you send one out, he picks it up, it topples over to the side. And then the next time you send one out, the first one goes out alongside your second one to remedy that <laughs> issue. And then another problem occurs. And then you send three out, then you send four out, and all of them mm. have the previous recordings. So it's kind uh, of like, um, uh, it's a weird example, like Polybridge, right? You can make the yeah, cars crash well, at least over and in over that again, one. and then. You keep trying, you keep trying, but this time, every one of those mistakes is played out alongside it. Yeah, but I, I imagine there are people who are able to solve solve it with one golem, and then you see another person. He gets he he's shows his solution, and there's four hundred golems just passing <laughs> the boulder from the next person to the next person elegantly. Um, but it would have taken ages to do that. But it would have been satisfying as fuck. And then that's just one of the levels, right? Like you could also have levels mm. that are like make a sword. Um, and it, it's a little bit, I guess, overcooked in some way where it's just a level that's filled with disasters and chaos and conveyor belts and all these things just make things more difficult. But it's doable uh, mm. if you have enough golems that you send out. So yeah, I think Polybridge kind of works. I, I won't lie, I do kind of miss uh, the... Factorio slash Dyson Sphere Sim, but you can only build stuff with your drones that you've programmed, mm. uh, which I think is the original pitch. Um, mainly because it reminds me quite a lot of, and we were talking about these the other day, these, a Zachtronics game called o Opus Magnum. I don't know mm. if you've seen it. It's on yeah, Game Pass. It's very gifable. Uh, yes, uh, where you're building basically factory lines and trying to combine these alchemical symbols together, but you're doing it by programming rotating arms and you say right this rotating arm picks this up moves to the left extends outwards and drops there and then another extending arm comes out picks it up and moves it all around you've got this mega machine creating these formulas and it's really really fun and satisfying when it works and when it doesn't work you just see this mess appear in front of you <laughs> but you can still um, do that with the, the the game that we're talking about yeah i suppose um, but it's like, a lot more slapsticky, yes, I guess. It's, it's mm. very much like oh, the mistakes yeah. are funny as well. Um, but yeah, I still think that's that's doable. But like, say if you wanted to do the Factorio style, you could easily scale that up and have a large area with loads of golems running around. Just like you know, these guys are all carrying boulders in a line, but then you've got like one that's having to run in between them, and every every time he does his run, he has to wait for the five to go by and then goes again. And then goes back and then waits and then like there's you set up the patterns and it could all mm. be part of the same system. It doesn't have to not be the Factorio. I still imagined it as the Factorio style before you mentioned right. like challenges and, and and things. I mean, also okay. it has the like the the Dyson Sphere. I I've only heard about Dyson Sphere through 
you and see, watching you play it and stuff. But my understanding of Dyson Sphere is like, and what one sounds of the best interesting games ever made. is that it actually has like, <laughs> it's kind of one of those automation games that actually has like, like a very clear goal, right? That, yeah. that you work yeah, towards. Yeah. And like, this is the same kind of thing, I guess, where like maybe that is the idea, like James, you were saying earlier, like, oh, what do you do if you know you, you sell all your goals and then you run out, like you, you run out of business? But that's fine, right? That, that's like the end goal for your guy. It, your yeah. guy's like, okay, yeah. I wanna, I wanna make this town completely automated so that no one ever has to work again, including me. And then we all just retire, and the golems just like sort our lives out. They make our food, they feed us everything. Okay, what if it was uh, tighter play style in that it's plate up, but with golems? <laughs> <laughs> and the moment one person has to lift a finger, uh -huh. the entire thing shuts down. <laughs> Automation is in the turret, uh, and they be, get rid of the entire thing. It, it could be like orders where you are, you know, you've got three minutes to get this order to him, and then the order's set up. So the next time someone orders that, there is that that system's already set up. But the time, the, maybe the time is less on that. So you're mm. like, okay. This this whole process now takes one minute thirty, and they want it in you know one minute twenty. You'd be like, okay, where can I tighten this process up? Maybe you don't like instant fail because otherwise you wouldn't be able to. You you know I think over time things should get quicker. So you have to revisit old production lines. Yeah, that makes sense. I I, I do love games where you revisit old puzzles that you've solved and you look at it and you're like. This fuck this sucks. What I was I thinking then? And, yeah. and solving it better yeah. with the new tools that you have, or just by being not a fucking a idiot. Better understanding of how things should work. Yeah. Well, that's um, why. Yeah, like factorial and satisfactory are so satisfying. Yeah. Is that you just get you constantly redoing things you've done, normally next to the old version of it, so it still produces stuff whilst you're doing it, and then you get the satisfying thing of knocking the old up. one down. Rip it all up. What oh, I no. love about um, this golem one, though, is that it's not, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's, it is perfect in how imperfect it is. Whereas yeah. when I play I that, games like, like Satisfactory, it, right? it, it all has to line up. Otherwise, I start going a little insane. Like, if yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that, that conveyor belt slightly off. And oh, I just, this is like, but, but some be people totally can fine. make it perfect. Like, and that's, I think that's what would be quite interesting with like having. You know, like oh, watching yeah. other people's do. runs of it, or what you know, other people's attempts. That, that, yeah, that's that's the polybridge side of it, right? Like, if you if you solve it and it costs you forty five thousand more than the goal, but it, it it gets the car from A to B, then great. Maybe you want to go for the you know the time score, and like I, I managed to resolve this puzzle in a minute, uh, mm. and that was the goal. Great. It will have so many different like paths that you have to beat, or even. It doesn't matter if you do or don't pass it, uh, so long as you are on the on the leaderboard and you can you can watch other people's mm. <laughs> factories running. If if it is this puzzle aspect thing, I had uh, a kind of another sort of spin on the idea in some way, where oh. I, I suddenly thought of Into the Breach, um, where what if? You, it, it, it's it's almost tile based. It's kind of a two D top down style thing. The, the pieces move tile by tile, uh, and you're recording the movements in as you go in a certain time limit. So, uh, if in the example of get Boulder from A to B, you position him in the right place, 
but you don't press like the grab button or whatever, the boulder then drops on him. The next run, you then have to send a, a, a bot out. It moves up, left, left, up, and then you have to press the push button to push that boulder, that, that <laughs> robot out of the way so that you can then move forward and grab the boulder. And, and that could be a way of doing it rather than like Octodad, everything has physics and everything is wrapping around each other and it eventually <laughs> turns into a mess uh, and probably very, very low frame rate and unplayable. <laughs> it is just tile-based, 2D, relatively simple, easy commands, um, and you just act out different actions uh, as you get to them, and they're all recorded and played back. But the entire puzzle is littered with all the failures of previous runs well, as well. You, you have to resolve. That's kind of interesting, because like, when you were talking about the plate-up idea, I was sort of thinking, it's like, what's interesting is all these different interactions, uh, all these different conveyor belts, or you know, whatever you want to call them, happening at the same time. So then you've got to make sure that the next thing you program doesn't interfere with the first thing you've set up. So if you've got this boulder action happening and then you've got to go, okay, well now I need to do something that's over here. Like what if this was all happening in one big lab or something, you know, you're training all these golems at once and you're like, make sure that your commands are set up so that you don't crash. And if you do, then you just get a pile up of golems yeah, in the middle once they, once they crash it there's no undo i think is yeah. the other important mm. thing uh you have to then find a way to stop them from crashing and it maybe it involves having a robot come along just to nudge it a little bit to the side and the first robot still continues its actions but mm. a little bit to the side so it's a little bit safer mm. uh or whatever else and i think it would be made a lot easier or maybe fits the puzzle aspect more if it is this tile-based thing where yeah you're trying to solve it in tight circumstances or around mm. different obstacles or whatever else um, with as few as possible. Otherwise, it just gets clogged up. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I think that's cool. I think there's definitely something there. Uh, and also, we've had like six different ideas out of this from, <laughs> from programming say, yeah. golems to do simple <laughs> tasks. Yeah. I think I think there's a bunch of different ideas from this. And like, I kind of feel... Well, should we... Should we figure out where are we at the moment, Tom? Like what I did, what are the two, because there are kind of two big ideas, right? Like the, the tile and the, um, the Octodad paths. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a factory builder, I, I guess, in a sense, where you program golems with uh, simplistic tasks um, and, and you can't give them too many commands. So you have to have loads of different golems running around doing individual tasks. Take this log from this chest to this chest. Uh, you cut log, uh, you move plank, put it here. I need you to go pick up that plank and that's it. That's all the individual golems can do. And, and, uh, kind of finding a way to run, uh, and operate a, a village wide factory to do, to, to make it so the villagers live easier, happier, more boring lives. <laughs> um, and, and then the other version, I guess, is, a uh, a. a tighter packed puzzle game thing where every iteration of your robot matters because mistakes are unfix are, are un undoable doable un undoable un doable undoable un if it was un undoable it would be doable right undoable is very different un to un undoable un but they are remedy remedy remedyable <laughs> 
They are yeah. fixable. fixable. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. Um, and I, I think either version would be kind of cool. I think there's a lot more uh, scope for failure, I guess, in the first version. It feels like the first one is kind of a bit more like memeable, a bit more like like potentially if that's the route. You, if you want to make something that is like shareable in a kind of a dumb way, then it's that one. But if mm. you, but maybe the other one might potentially be more of a satisfying game because it seems kind of simpler and just kind of more. Mm. What it feels feels like it, it kind of knows what it is more more at this point. Um, Although maybe with further discussion that would change, but I feel oh, like hundred percent. I feel like if we had another twenty minutes, we'd ha- have a completely different game. Yeah, uh, right. we have five more a, completely a long games. roller coaster here. <laughs> um, and we'll just combine them both. Yeah, both let's pitches. combine them all. No, let's both combine pitches. It. Let's combine every idea that oh. we've had so oh, far. Uh, oh, please. Oh, oh you have to program golems. You program yeah. midwives. There's midwives in the village, and they don't want to do it anymore. Look, the imperfect cord would work perfectly to really muck up your day. The golems have to help the circle of life continue. Oh, you have to program it so delicately. Oh, <laughs> oh no, my throw golem's gotten involved. No! <laughs> I don't want to see what goes wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't want to play that game at all. <laughs> so, okay, so we've already come up with like a bunch of ideas from this one. I'm sure if you're listening, you probably have your own ideas. Uh, kind of want to hear them. Where can we hear them? How can they let us know? Well, if you are a resident... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you're a resident on Twitter, you can send it to us at... Which is Pitch Please Pod without any vowels. Or uh, you can uh, email us uh, your feedback for this episode. Uh, and as long as it's not, don't make another one. Uh, you can send it to us. Uh, pitch Please at pickaxe pickaxe.uk UK. that's, the, that's one. the email that's, that's it. the one I listened to a pitch please episode the other day they spent 20 minutes pitching and 40 minutes trying to figure out their own email <laughs> and they got it wrong <laughs> it was still, still got it wrong um, so yeah send in your voice pitches we love to hear them we love to play them we love to hear your lustrous voices yeah. lustrous lustrous yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> And uh, we want to we want to hear your great game ideas so we can make some. We've got and a couple in the bag. Also, we're going to come remember up that if you have any pitches on cassette, you can put them on seagulls, and they will eventually the seagull, end up the Tom's Tom. House. Yeah, the seagull will die. Tom will yeah, kill it. it. Well, yeah, I'll wrestle any seagull that has a tape around its neck. Yeah, it's not pitch please That's related. That's the Hazel guarantee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just does it. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> and, um, until next time. Goodbye. That was so abrupt. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's got that on a like a live, laugh, love kind of wall mount oh drawing. God. He's got that exact thing. In his kitchen. Live, I laugh. Will, I will wrestle <laughs> any seagull with a cassette. Live, laugh, choke out a seagull. <laughs>